Welcome to the August 2023 edition of GCM on the Go. Each month, we provide an audio reading of the feature stories from the latest issue of Gas Compression Magazine. This episode is sponsored by Caterpillar Oil & Gas. For nearly 100 years, Caterpillar has manufactured engines for gas compression, drilling, production, and well service. With a network of over 2,000 dealers worldwide, Caterpillar offers customers a dedicated support team to assist in their premier power solutions. Visit cat.com slash oil and gas for more information. Now, on to the stories. MAN Compressors for Louisiana Hydrogen Complex by B. Henry Henderson. Air Products and Chemical Inc., a global provider of industrial gases, has awarded MAN Energy Solutions an order for six compressor trains for use in an air separation unit in its clean energy complex in Ascension Parish, Louisiana. Upon completion in 2026, the facility will produce more than 750 million standard cubic feet per day of blue hydrogen. A portion of the blue hydrogen will be compressed and supplied to customers via Air Products' extensive U.S. Gulf Coast hydrogen pipeline network that stretches more than 700 miles from Galveston Bay, Texas to New Orleans. Today, the pipeline network can supply customers with more than 1.6 billion standard cubic feet per day from 25 production facilities, including blue hydrogen supplied from the Port Arthur, Texas facility, which has captured about 1 million tons of carbon dioxide annually since 2013. The balance of the blue hydrogen from the new Ascension Parish facility will be used to make blue ammonia that will be transported around the world and converted back to blue hydrogen for transportation in other markets. MAN's compressor trains will be deployed at the core of Air Products Air Separation Unit, where air will be separated into its primary constituents of oxygen and nitrogen. Both gases are needed to produce hydrogen and ammonia. MAN's scope of work for the energy complex comprises two main air compressor trains, each equipped with a single shaft RIKT160-3 type compressor. It also includes two booster air compressor trains, each with an integrally geared RG63-6 type compressor, as well as two gaseous nitrogen compressor trains, each with an MAN integrally geared RG45-5 type compressor. All the trains will be electrically driven. The main air compressor trains, the largest in MAN's RIKT portfolio, have three centrifugal stages and deliver more than 600,000 normal cubic meters per hour of air. The booster compressors are integrally geared types and have six air and five nitrogen stages, all with external intercoolers. The technical features of MAN air compressor trains make them ideal for air separation applications. They help operators achieve maximum performance while reducing energy consumption and minimizing environmental impact, said Zoran Panuvik, head of sales and project management for air separation at MAN. We can provide two different types of compressors to meet the customer's needs. The RIKT compressors feature an impeller design that increases energy efficiency while reducing wear and tear on the unit. This design improves the compressor's overall performance and extends its service life, leading to greater reliability and lower maintenance costs, combined with a very compact design and small footprint. In contrast, the RG compressors are ideal for reaching different high-pressure demands by using different shaft speeds to run each impeller within the optimum efficiency point. In this way, energy consumption can be reduced while reaching maximum capacity. Air Products will build, own, and operate the $4.5 billion mega project. Approximately 95% of the CO2 generated at the facility will be captured, compressed, and transported by pipeline to multiple inland sequestration sites located along a pipeline corridor extending 35 miles to the east of the new production facility. More than 5 million tons per year of CO2 will be permanently sequestered in geologic pore space secured from the state of Louisiana, approximately one mile beneath the surface.
Sloan grows U.S. footprint. Sloan Lubrication Systems adds Houston stocking location, expands Salesforce by Brent Haight. Sloan Lubrication Systems has opened its first location outside of its home base in Freeport, Pennsylvania. With its new stocking location in Houston, Sloan adds field service, installation, preventative maintenance, and troubleshooting support in a key oil and gas region. The new location will serve the natural gas compression, refining, and chemical processing industries throughout the area with Sloan's complete portfolio of products and services, including Tricip, Watchman, custom systems and monitoring devices, divider blocks, pumps, and box lubricators. We see a lot of growth potential in Texas and the Gulf Coast. We have many great customers there and want to continue to enhance the services we offer them, said Brian Sloan, Chief Executive Officer of Sloan. This is a new direction we've known we wanted to go for quite some time. The company has had a longtime presence in the region with Houston-based sales manager Mark Ledeau serving Texas, Oklahoma, and the Gulf Coast. Joining Ledeau will be tenured Sloan Field Service representative Grayland Lacoste, which will relocate from Pennsylvania. In addition to the sales and customer relationship resources that we've had on the ground down there for some time, we're adding localized field service, said Brian. Grayland brings his years of experience and knowledge to Houston and is going to be able to be at a customer's site much faster than dispatching from Pittsburgh. The Houston stocking facility will be equipped with critical inventory and the tools and resources needed to provide field service. We're going to start with core components that will pull from our ordered history across the spectrum of our customers in that region and stock parts there that we think are going to be high movers, said Brian. For example, say a customer in the field who is located a few hours from Houston needs a pressurized pump. We'll have those at the stocking facility and be able to dispatch them quickly. The nature and volume of the parts we stock in Houston will evolve as we develop the spectrum of parts needed in that region. We're going to use order history and input from the field to determine exactly what it is that we need to keep in stock at that location at any given time. Prior to the expansion, Sloan's parts and service work in the area was mobilized from Pennsylvania. See Sloan Lubrication Celebrates 100 Years, October 2022, Gas Compression Magazine, page 16. While manufacturing and most assembly will still take place at its Freeport headquarters, the Houston location will give Sloan the ability to assemble smaller components to suit a customer's exact needs, deliver them to the field, and install them much faster. What we've done from a planning standpoint is we've drawn an eight-hour radius around Houston that encompasses West Texas, Odessa, Midland up to Kansas City, over to Louisiana, Alabama, and even the panhandle of Florida, said Brian. That's the coverage area for our Houston-based service trucks. Until now, we've always been a single location company and dispatch service and parts from Pennsylvania. Adding another location is an exciting step and brings localized service and inventory to a critical oil and gas market. In addition to expanding its footprint in the United States, Sloan recently announced the addition of three new team members. The company has brought in two new sales representatives. William Kozowski will provide sales and customer service in Sloan's Eastern Territory, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Maryland, Virginia, Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Timothy Venable will provide sales and customer service in Sloan's Western Territory, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Utah, Arizona, California, Oregon, and Washington. Eyeing continued growth and additional expansion, Sloan has hired Sylvia Van LeShout for the newly created role of business development manager. She brings nearly 20 years of experience in customer service and business development, having worked for large multinational companies, defense contractors, and government agencies. 
The new business development manager role is a twofold position, said Brian. There's an immediate project-based mission that Sylvia is diving into that is building out our customer relationship management from a software perspective. In addition, she will be building out our CRM capability and implementing that into our sales process. As a company, we've always been a very heavy relationship company. This goes back to Walter Sloan and Andy Sloan, and even all the way back to my great-grandfather, one of the three brothers who started this company. Relationships are everything to us. Long-standing relationships where we understand who is doing what in the field, understanding how things are going, and generally just being there whenever a customer needs us. What we want to do as we continue to grow the sales force is ensure the standards created by my dad and uncle, for example, continue. We are growing and we are expanding, continued Brian. We want to make sure that the sales and service experience customers have grown to expect from us is scalable as we move forward. As we bring in additional people who are in locations not necessarily in the office next door, we want to ensure that our quality and customer service continues. Building out a CRM strategy is going to be key to making our sales process a little bit more formal, a little bit more data-driven, and also scalable so we can continue to serve a wider range of customers on a much wider physical area. We're looking worldwide now. As we move forward, we want to be able to serve all those customers around the world the same way we have our legacy customers for 100 years. Supply of liquefied natural gas in the United Kingdom by Izzy Andrews and Addy Metric. Over the past few decades, liquefied natural gas has become an increasingly important method of moving natural gas to the market. LNG refers to natural gas, which has been cooled to approximately negative 256 degrees Fahrenheit, changing its state from gas to liquid. With the volume around 600 times smaller than the gaseous state, it can be transported by ship and provide an effective means of transportation where established pipeline infrastructure does not exist or is not viable. Once at a destination, LNG is regasified and used in the same way as natural gas, which has not been liquefied. The increased importance of LNG for global gas supply is reflected in year-on-year -year increases in global liquefaction capacity. This is partly due to a depletion of easily accessible natural gas reserves. The UK has three LNG import terminals with a capacity of 1.7 trillion standard cubic feet per year. In the UK, LNG imports have gained importance in ensuring a secure and diverse gas supply portfolio following a decline in local production. In 2022, global LNG imports hit another record high with market growth boosted by record European demand. Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February 2022 led Europe to reduce pipeline imports of Russian natural gas, increasing demand for alternative sources of gas supply to meet domestic needs and fill historically low storage inventories. The aim of this article is to provide analysis of LNG supply to the UK within the context of global LNG markets. In 2022, Qatar, Australia, and the United States were the largest exporters of LNG, supplying 60% of the global market. Qatar and Australia are established LNG exporters, whereas the United States has seen substantial growth in liquefaction capacity in recent years. In the last three years, U.S. LNG exports have more than doubled and, in 2022, were up 10% on the previous year. In the first half of 2022, the United States became the largest global exporter as new infrastructure came online and facilities operated close to maximum capacity to meet a surge in European demand. However, this was not sustained into the second half of the year, as a fire at Freeport LNG, a major export facility in Texas, reduced capacity. Other major LNG exporters were those with large natural gas reserves, including Russia, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Nigeria. Europe is not a major exporter of LNG, accounting for just 0.7% of global exports in 2022. The UK does not produce LNG, 
but is able to re-export imported LNG. This is called reload. However, the last reload was in 2018. Whilst LNG can be traded flexibly outside of existing pipeline supply routes, factors such as shipping costs and boil-off mean that proximity to the market plays some role in trade. Historically, Asia has represented the largest LNG market, driving global growth and demand by being prepared to pay high prices for cargoes. Europe has played a vital role in balancing the global market, with substantial storage capacity allowing for high import levels when prices are low, even during periods of low demand. In 2022, this dynamic reversed. As European LNG demand surged, leading to high global gas prices, Europe became the premium market for LNG as countries paid high prices to replace supply from Russian pipelines and fill historically low natural gas storage inventories. European countries imported almost 30% of total LNG traded, with France and Spain breaking into the top five largest importers globally. Despite this, Asia remained the largest market for LNG, receiving more than double the volume of European imports in 2022. Furthermore, Japan, China, and South Korea retained their positions as the three largest global importers. However, demand was muted in 2022, falling approximately 7% compared to the previous year. China was the second largest global LNG importer, dropping from the top spot in 2021. This followed zero COVID policies, which restricted gas demand across 2022, contributing toward Chinese LNG imports falling by one-fifth. Emerging Asian gas markets such as India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh also saw substantial falls in imports due to high spot prices for cargoes. In 2022, LNG imports to Europe increased by 71% in comparison with the previous year, reaching a record high of 5.4 trillion standard cubic feet. France, Spain, and the UK were the largest importers, accounting for more than half of total European LNG imports. Importing LNG is reliant on access to sufficient regasification capacity. European LNG terminals are mostly found in Western Europe, with the three largest importers each having access to substantial LNG infrastructure. Once LNG has been regasified, it can enter the traditional pipeline networks which connect Europe. In 2022, major European LNG terminals were used to meet domestic demand and boost imports to other European countries as they look to move away from Russian gas. France became the largest European LNG importer, with imports doubling in comparison with 2021. This was due to increased domestic gas demand following extensive nuclear outages and reflects France's pipeline connections with European countries with high gas demand, such as Germany. This use of LNG infrastructure to feed European pipelines translated into large increases in natural gas exports for LNG importers. For example, natural gas pipeline exports from France more than doubled in 2022 in comparison with the previous year. The UK produces natural gas from the UK continental shelf, which is then transported inland via pipeline to meet domestic demand, with volumes also traded internationally. Local production exceeded demand between 1997 and 2003 when the UK was a net exporter of gas. Following this, UK production declined until stabilizing in 2013 at around a third of the 5.4 trillion standard cubic feet peak in 2000. Production fell again in 2021 due to infrastructure maintenance postponed from 2020 but recovered in 2022. As production has declined, imports have increased to meet demand. The UK began importing LNG for commercial use in 2005. Imports of LNG were minimal until 2008 before increasing rapidly and peaking in 2011. Since then, LNG imports have fluctuated. Historically, natural gas imports by pipeline and LNG terminal have been negatively correlated, meaning that as pipeline imports fall, imports of LNG increase and vice versa. 2010 to 2011. LNG increased rapidly from 2008, peaking in 2011 at 89.3 billion standard cubic feet. 
In 2011, LNG accounted for 46% of natural gas imports and 31% of demand. This was the result of record low temperatures and disruption to pipeline supply due to industrial action in Norway. On peak demand days during the winter of 2010-2011, LNG was the second largest source of natural gas, behind stock draws, making it more important than pipeline imports to meet demand. 2013. After the 2011 peak, LNG price increases led to a rapid decline in imports until 2013. Price rises were associated with the Tokuhu earthquake and tsunami in 2011, which caused the Fukushima disaster. In Asia, LNG was used as an emergency fuel to meet demand, as nuclear capacity was reduced over safety concerns. This led to the creation of an LNG spot market and subsequent changes to the global market structure, 2014 and 2015. Following this, changes to UK LNG imports have been heavily influenced by markets. The 2014-2015 bump in imports is linked to sale and purchase agreements with Qatar and oversupplied Asian markets. These contractual agreements can be mutually beneficial. For example, Qatar Petroleum invested in UK LNG infrastructure, including the South Hook LNG terminal, which in turn agreed to import LNG from Qatar, 2019 to 2020. In 2020, LNG imports peaked again at 65 billion standard cubic feet, just under three quarters of the 2011 peak. In 2019 and 2020, the UK played a key role in the European LNG sink, which saw steep increases in LNG imports across Europe to balance the global LNG market as spot prices reached record lows. This was the result of an oversupplied market, and then a fall in demand as lockdowns were imposed to curb the spread of COVID-19. 2022. In 2022, LNG imports to the UK reached a record high of 90 billion standard cubic feet, rising 74% on the previous year. LNG imports accounted for 45% of natural gas imports across the year and 35% of demand. UK LNG infrastructure allowed the UK to act as a land bridge to increase natural gas imports to mainland Europe as it pivoted away from Russian gas. UK exports reached 83 billion standard cubic feet in 2022, more than three times greater than recorded in 2021 and 47% higher than the previous peak in 2011. The UK has significant LNG regasification capacity spread across three terminals, Isle of Grain, South Hook, and Dragon. The UK also has two interconnectors with mainland Europe, allowing bi-directional trade with Belgium and the Netherlands. This infrastructure allowed the UK to act as a land bridge for increased imports in the European pipeline system during 2022. Though the interconnectors allowed trade both to and from the UK, they were predominantly used for exports throughout the year. The Belgian interconnector was only used for exports from the UK between February and December, and exports accounted for 99.7% of total trade flows across the interconnector in 2022. In addition to exports to the European mainland, the UK exports considerable volumes of natural gas to the Republic of Ireland, with smaller volumes going to the Isle of Man. LNG import trends tend to show a seasonal pattern, characterized by high demand in winter months due to increased gas consumption for heating, followed by month-on-month -month reductions in demand through spring and summer, and an increase in demand through autumn. In 2022, LNG imports to the UK continued to show a seasonal pattern, but were consistently elevated in comparison to the five-year average. Average LNG imports across 2022 were almost double the average across the last five years, with monthly LNG imports in 2022 exceeding the five-year high for nine out of 12 months. UK LNG imports in 2022 began more strongly than usual, but spiked again in April 2022 at just over 1.1 billion standard cubic feet as Europe looked to source natural gas from a greater variety of sources following Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February 2022. The summer and autumn months saw an accelerated increase as European demand increased to fill historically low stock levels ahead of winter. 
2022, the United States replaced Qatar as the largest import source to the UK. U.S. LNG imports accounted for half of total LNG imports in 2022, having only accounted for 1% five years prior. U.S. imports to the U.K. more than tripled in 2022 compared with 2021, reflecting substantial growth in U.S. liquefaction capacity and the surge in European demand. Since 2009, Qatar has been the largest import source to the U.K., reflecting a strong trading relationship between the two countries. However, in 2022, Qatar accounted for 30% of UK LNG imports, down from 39% in 2021 and the lowest share since 2008. This follows a decline since the 2012 peak, when Qatar reached 98% of total LNG imports. This is in line with increased global liquefaction capacity and the end of several major contracts with Qatar, allowing a diversification of import sources. Sanctions on Russian commodities came into effect toward the end of 2022, but prior to this, the oil and gas industry saw significant self-sanctioning, where traders voluntarily sought alternatives to trading with Russia. The UK did not receive any Russian LNG cargoes from April 2022 onward, resulting in a fall in the share of Russian LNG imports from 21% in 2021 to 1.9% in 2022. Record high imports saw the UK source cargoes from a diverse range of sources, such as Peru, Chile, and Oman. The UK imported 8.6% of total LNG imports from Peru, with the volume of imports received more than doubling from the year before. This month's reading is brought to you by Caterpillar Oil & Gas. For nearly 100 years, Caterpillar has manufactured engines for gas compression, drilling, production, and well service. With a network of over 2,000 dealers worldwide, Caterpillar offers customers a dedicated support team to assist in their premier power solutions. Visit cat.com slash oil and gas for more information. Now, back to the reading. Construction begins on a Myrel project. Total Energies and Aramco are developing a new refining and petrochemicals platform in Saudi Arabia. By B. Henry Henderson. Total Energies and the Saudi Arabian oil company, Aramco, are working together to develop the Amiral project. Both partners took their final investment decision in December 2022 to build a petrochemical complex integrated with the Satorp refinery. Operational since 2014, Satorp is comprised of two distillate hydrocrackers to convert heavy petroleum fractions into lighter, ultra-low sulfur products a fluid catalytic cracking unit that produces a wide variety of products, including very light hydrocarbons, such as propylene and liquefied petroleum gas, and a coking unit used to convert heavy fractions into light petroleum products and coke. The Amiral project is being developed and will be operated by the Satorp joint venture owned by Aramco with 62.5% share and Total Energies with 37.5% share. The project represents an investment of $11 billion and is scheduled to begin commercial operation in 2027. Upon completion, the Amiral complex will convert feedstock produced directly by the Satorp refinery, such as its off-gases and naphtha, as well as ethane and light naphtha supplied by Ramco. The Amiral complex will eventually provide a feedstock to other specialty chemical and petrochemical plants that will be located in the Jubail industrial area. The Amiral petrochemical complex will be comprised of a mixed feed cracker capable of processing different grades of low-cost feedstocks and producing 1.65 million tons of ethylene per year, two polyethylene units leveraging advanced dual-loop technology, each with a capacity of 500,000 tons per year, a butadiene extraction unit, and other associated derivatives units. The mixed feed cracker will be the first in the region to be integrated with a refinery. The facility will use naphtha and refinery off-gases from Satorp Refinery, and ethane and natural gasoline as feedstock. Special attention is being paid to its carbon intensity. 
As part of the Amiral project, some of the hydrocarbon co-produced by the steam cracker will replace the methane used as a fuel in the Satorp refinery's furnaces. In June, Aramco and Total Energies awarded engineering procurement and construction contracts for the project, marking the start of construction work. Hyundai Engineering and Construction Co. Limited was awarded a contract for two EPC packages, valued at $5 billion. One package involves installing a mixed feed cracker to produce an additional 1,818 tons per annum of ethylene and related industrial gases. The second package relates to installation of facilities that supply utilities, such as electricity and water to plants, and functions as interconnecting systems that support main packages within the facilities. HDEC will execute detailed design, procurement, construction, commissioning, and startup activities. Meritechmont SPA was awarded two turnkey EPC contracts for the project. The overall value of the contracts is approximately $2 billion. The first contract includes a butadiene extraction unit, an olefin extraction unit, a methyl terbutyl ether unit, a butadiene selective hydrogeneration unit, a second stage pi gas hydrogeneration unit, and a benzene and toluene extraction unit. The second contract includes two polyethylene units and the relevant product logistic facilities. Cinepec Engineering Saudi Co. Limited, a Cinepec company, was awarded an EPC contract valued at $720 million, which is currently the largest refining and chemical engineering general contracting project independently undertaken by China's Cinepec in the Saudi Arabian region. The main scope of work includes the design, procurement, and construction of the project tank farm and integration with the Santorp refinery. Other EPC contract awards include Mohammed Ali Al Salim Trading and Contracting Co. for industrial support facilities, Gulf Consolidated Contractors Co. for transfer pipelines, Mofare Mozork Al Harbi and Partners Co. for site preparation, and Mobarek M. Al Salami and Partners for temporary construction facilities. Fox Innovation and Technology Inc. acquires Revac. New Compressor Technologies Venture acquires Revac Keen Turbo Machinery by Brent Haight. Fox Innovation and Technologies Inc. has acquired Revac Keen Turbo Machinery, a full-service repair, manufacturing, and industrial storage provider. The acquisition serves as the formal introduction of FIT, a new compressor technologies venture led by Vincent Volpe, former Dresser Rand Chief Executive Officer, and backed by private equity firm Bluewater. FIT will target the after-sales segment of the compressor and other rotating equipment markets with the goal to improve, modify, and service existing compressors and turbines, resulting in improvements in efficiency and reduction in operating costs. FIT has developed a proprietary technology and design approach to produce impellers and the associated gas flow path that focuses on optimizing and maximizing the efficiency and operating range of in-service equipment and mitigating performance degradation due to common variances and operating conditions or new processes introduced over the life of a gas field. According to press statements, FIT's concept is to produce a cartridge that can fit in any original equipment manufacturer's existing compressor casing with a simple bespoke design process using internal, detailed criteria sources from end-user clients' files. FIT has the capabilities to do its own design work and manufacture the cartridge to be inserted in the existing casing when the equipment is made available during planned turnaround and maintenance periods. There is an opportunity to do something different in the compressor market. 
We have a clear strategy that will allow us to service industrial companies' existing assets to increase efficiency, thereby reducing costs and the global carbon footprint of industrial processes, said Bowlby. It is our belief that successful execution of this strategy in the coming years will affect the reduction in equivalent emissions of more than 1 million automobiles annually. Over the past 18 months, we have built a leadership and technology team with more than 600 years of combined experience in high-speed rotating equipment. Our development platform is now ready for launch. The Acquisition FIT's first major act is the acquisition of Revac, which will serve as a catalyst for this new platform. Revac's 350,000 square foot headquarters in Houston provides a strategic presence and manufacturing base from which FIT can grow. FIT says the acquisition of Revac is the first deal in what it expects to be a busy 12 months of acquisitions. The leadership team and Blue Water have already identified potential acquisition targets as it looks to build an international scale platform to take on the rotating equipment and compressor market. With the acquisition of Revac, we now have the needed manufacturing footprint to build the equipment, which also supports a well-established, mid-sized aftermarket parts, services, and repairs business, said Volpe. In short, the core building blocks of this two-legged strategy are now in place. Prospectively, we must now execute in both segments. We have the tools, financial backing, and people to make this happen. Thanks for listening to the August 2023 edition of GCM on the Go. This episode is sponsored by Caterpillar Oil & Gas. For nearly 100 years, Caterpillar has manufactured engines for gas compression, drilling, production, and well service. With a network of over 2,000 dealers worldwide, Caterpillar offers customers a dedicated support team to assist in their premier power solutions. Visit cat.com slash oil and gas for more information. GSCM on the Go is produced by Third Coast Publishing Group. Music by Captain Major and her all-star quartet. I'm Danny Felber. See you next time. Hi, I'm Brent, a producer of GCM on the Go. If you made it this far into the podcast, first and foremost, thank you. We appreciate you listening to the show. Second, be sure to check out Gas Compression Magazine. There's so much more than what you hear in this podcast. Feature articles contain detailed images, charts, tables, maps, and other visuals that they just don't translate to this format. You don't want to miss them. In addition, each issue of Gas Compression Magazine includes monthly columns like contracts and permits, machinery in motion, reliable compression, what went wrong, mergers and markets, hate report, in the news, and so much more. If you've not already done so, be sure to subscribe to the magazine. Not only will you get monthly delivery of Gas Compression Magazine for free, but you can also sign up to get our twice-monthly digital newsletter, receive free access to the GCM Resource Center, and tons of other benefits that come with subscribing. Print, digital, or both, it's always free to subscribe to Gas Compression Magazine. Visit www.gascompressionmagazine.com to learn more and to sign up. <laughs>